Time now for Mining Money. Brandon Davis, Swan Energy. Imran Khan, Swan Energy. Levels look outstanding. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us this week here. Talk a little mining money as we get near. Should probably disclose, we, we're just three, four days from the election, so who knows what we're going to be talking about next week. But have you guys talked thought about that at all? Do you, do, you, do you guys really think much is going to change if Trump or Biden gets elected or... Do you think that the market's going to react in certain ways? And I'm not asking for stock market information. I'm asking more for the uh, oil and gas sector information. Uh-oh. <laughs> I see a smile on Brandon's face already. So That's a great question. And I don't know the answer. I, I think that it will be very different. Um, you know, I can see pros and cons both ways, so we'll, we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, from a oil and gas market standpoint, you know, it was funny. I had uh, Jeremy in my office earlier, and we were just we were talking about that specific topic, actually. And you know, I was just telling him, I was like, you know, if it goes Biden's way, I, I feel that we will be able to buy lots of deals really cheap. Um. And, you know, if it goes... I see, I disagree. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got a disagreement here. Boy, I, boy this is going to be good. I, I, I think that if, if Biden wins, there may be some deals that are cheap. Uh-huh. But the price will go up because there's 100% development. And so, therefore, we're going to be paying more for deals. So I, I see. There's going to there's 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 be a... I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but... I feel like there's going to be more because the prices are going to go up. People will go bankrupt faster. Is what I, what my thought process is. And because of them because of them going up, what what my thought process is that you'll basically if, if prices to be able to develop things go higher, then the price of oil has to go higher along with it, right? Because they're, they're, the market cannot sustain without it. So because of that reason, I feel that even though you, if if Biden does win. Things will go up, and because of the fact that they'll go up, prices of oil will go up also. He'll take credit for the fact that he made oil prices go up. But in reality, what's what's happening is the cost to operate is going to go up, right, uh, from a regulatory standpoint and everything like that. I think we probably saw some of this back in Obama time frame too, right? Um, Look, at the end of the day, if Biden wins, we will make more money. Because the oil price will go up. Now, the sad part is there will be lots of lost jobs, lots of industry people getting out of the industry, running from the industry. Correct. Um, et cetera. But I think the price will go up. Not in a good way, in a bad way. Um, I also think that if Trump wins and the economy gets back on its feet all the way and this coronavirus BS goes away or everybody just decides to live with it, which is what we're going to have to do anyway, it's not going away. No matter what, it's going to be here forever. Um, like any other virus, yeah, it's like the flu, exactly. Forever, but I think when the economy gets back up, that'll drive the price up. So, you know, at the end of the day, I have a preference of what we already (laughs) have, not something new. But it's not going to make that much difference. I mean, it'll work out one way or another. That's really the that's the way. And you know, you have to prepare yourself for both, right? And you know, from our standpoint, from acquisitions and things like that, that's the exact same thing that we're doing, right? We're looking at different things and trying to position ourselves the right way. And it, it, it's going to, the market will dictate itself. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to make money one way or another. It's going to be a different strategy 
one uh, if, if Trump wins versus if Biden wins? Well, I'll give folks a reason to listen to the show Mining Money. Not only did you guys bring up a very good point with, with the gas, and I'm going to circle back to that in a second, but last week uh, the two of you brought up the fact that there was a lot of BML, uh, BLM leases that were being bought up in Wyoming, and last week it was New Mexico. And these are being bought up at you know rates that are where they're at, but they're being bought up. And what you guys brought up last week I thought was a pretty good trend, a pretty good analysis and observation, which is, you know, if a Biden president happens, there's a little more risk involved with the BLMs because that's probably going to be the first ones to go as far as how history's shown, whereas if Trump wins, he might open up some more drilling, that type of thing. Wanted to get your guys' comments on that and see if we can maybe talk a little bit more about that side of things from a risk management and just trying to take a look at the market, if you wouldn't mind. I, I think, you know, you're... You're, I feel that you're partially right on what you said, but I, I think part of it's going to be depends on who's buying. You know, is it foreign capital that's buying it or is it, you know, American capital that's buying it? Uh, you know, I, I think that'll that'll make a difference. Uh, and and I, what I'm what my point is, is, you know, there's a lot to be said about, you know, foreign money within our within the, within the U.S. And, you know, Part of what we were talking about earlier was, you know, whether it's, you know, Trump or, or Biden winning, right? I, I, I feel that a lot of what Trump has done is made it difficult for a lot of foreign investment uh, and, and to favor American investment for Americans, uh, which I think is very important. Um, you know, but depending on, I, I feel that the BLM stuff just depends on who's actually the, the right now, from what I've seen, there's uh, uh, some, some, uh, a lot of these have been bought by uh, I forget what the lady's name is, but there's a there's a, a lady that is uh, big into perfumes, and um, she's bought a lot of these different uh, BLM leases uh, in Wyoming and some of these other. In fact, I think all of them. Uh, again, her I forget what her name is. I'll I'll try to find it and I'll I'll provide it to you later, um, uh, Jason. But uh, you know, I think that that. You know, it just depends on who who's being uh, who's being favored around that. That's that's what I that's what my view is on that. It's interesting that it brings that it kind of opens up foreign investment a little bit. Like Myanmar was where she's from. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Malamar, Malamar, whatever that. <laughs> Ma- Malamar, right? The old treats, Malamars. Wasn't that a candy? Yeah, but, but Burma. It used to be called Burma, and then they changed the name. I I don't know how to pronounce the new one. <laughs> I can't keep up with all that over the years. How about how about um, the? I think, I, I, I believe that if uh, I, I believe that the BLM, it's already hard to drill on BLM no matter what. Um, and I think it's going to for, get for our listeners. If Biden wins, I think it'll get harder. If Trump stays in office, it'll keep getting a little easier. And that's really it. I mean, I don't think there's any more to it than that, personally. But I mean, uh, obviously, there's lots of layers to every onion, and I'm probably missing ninety percent. But in general, that's how I'm looking at it. How about when it comes and to the, the gas? Oh, go, go ahead, Imran. Sorry. I just want to make sure I stated, you know, uh, make sure that our listeners aren't getting confused on what BLM means. Right? Bureau of Land Management. Okay. Federally owned land, minerals. And we're not talking about the BLM movement. No, make no, sure. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. That, I didn't even think of that. No, it's, uh, yeah. Bureau of Land Management land. It's federal I know land. I'm not thinking yeah. of that, but I'm just. 
our, our viewers are always a, a big variety, so I just want to make sure I bring it up. And the lady's name is Levy Sap Nye Tang. Okay, there we go. So I did want to ask you about the gas price, too, because that is a very good point to this, to where there is a certain amount of fear that's out there that if a Biden administration does happen, there'll be $6 gas. Harold Hamm was on uh, Continental Resources CEO. He made the rounds talking about... I think that's, I think that's a low number if, if things go as radical as like California's looking to go. Um, I think that, that gas prices will go up well beyond that. And I believe that electricity prices in general will go up two or three times. And... Um, gasoline prices as well so yeah i mean i i it's hard to argue that um i think it's going to be more than 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 what they're thinking though if 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 the screws are tightened to the extent that they're talking about like fracking banning fracking on on public lands um phasing out oil and gas like oh that's scary shit well what they're yeah, talking about yeah. you know, honestly it, 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 it's it's really a, a lot more talk than you know. I'd like to see action around all of that, and and I think uh, you know in the debates it was it was pretty funny. Um, you know, uh, I think when Trump basically said, you know, hey, you know, uh, watch out Pennsylvania, watch out uh, Texas, right? And that's that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Well, it is, and I I think to me the disturbing part is California, Germany. Some of these other countries that have gone to the, you know, the green movement to the tune to where they've tried to change their infrastructure and they've tried to make these big changes. And we've seen what happens in California, annual blackouts. They're having uh, different problems beyond that. Prices are, are a lot higher. Germany is three, four times the electric bills and energy bills than they were when they first started out doing this. And a lot of their biomass is just burning trees so it's not even it's right, and the next thing the next thing the next thing that the that, that'll happen is they'll start having to give free power to, to people who are in poverty because it's going to be too expensive for them to afford on their own and that's where we're heading oh i, I think you're right i do because no, because electricity is a right it's not a service just like healthcare. well when you take a look at what's happened over the last you know decade they, they they've gotten a lot of uh homes to natural gas and a lot of people are used to less than $50 a month natural gas bills because natural gas has been very inexpensive. Now, if we get an uptick in natural gas to three, four, or, you know, five, six bucks, that's well, going to do it's phenomenal. It's doubled in the last three months, by the way. 331 today. Doubled in the last three months. So you start getting it up, you know, to that five, six dollars, and, and you're going to see a lot of new infrastructure being built. But at the same time, you're going to also see a lot of, you know, heat bills go up. So you, you might be right, actually, where. Well, even with, with the heat bills that were, you know, gas bills from three months ago, if, if they were around 50 bucks, now they're 100. Exactly. And people, you know, you know how people budget? Not well. It's so, hard. It, it is. It's hard it's, to budget when you don't have control. Either, you know, your pricing isn't consistent. I mean, that's just part of the, that's, that's, it, it is hard. It, it reminds me of, and I don't remember the exact years, but I want to say, what was it, 08, 09 time frame when, when natural gas had gone up to 6 $7 or whatever it was. I remember, I, you know, back then, uh, for a little while there, I was doing a, a, a stent in, in Chicago, and I remember my gas bills were outrageous. Um, 
you know what I mean? They were, they were like three, $400 a month. And they, you know, I think Dominion or whatever the company was, you know, it was, uh, they, they do a budgeting thing for, uh, for the whole year. So you pay, pay a, a larger number throughout the, the year to where the summer months obviously use less. Right. But I mean, it was, you know, it was a big number and, you know, we're, we're, if uh, what we're talking about does happen, uh, you guys are exactly on point. It's gonna, it's gonna get back to that again. And, you know, uh, most likely it, it becomes a government subsidy or something like that. And I, you know, I, I don't like that direction personally. Well, it's interesting to see the trends that are happening out there too. I mean, China is buying up natural gas like crazy and investing into it. And Saudi Arabia now is too. They're starting to explore the natural gas world, almost like this, this next chapter of natural gas is going to take off pretty soon. Um, what, what, what are you guys looking at natural gas? I know you kind of, looking at buying some things and you weren't sure for a while and now are you back on or where's the natural gas? Uh, how, how are you guys looking at the natural gas investments, I guess? We're looking at them and looking for them and um, also looking at several other things that are related to uh, that. And, uh, you know, I, I am not exactly sure where we'll end up in a year. I know what our plan is um, and I'm not going to share that with the world. But it's uh, it's definitely looking looking good, and I think oil will too next year. Either way, I, I think it'll look significantly better than it does right now. We'll, we'll see, um, but I, I believe it will. Well, I mean, natural gas just seems like it's it's going to go up with oil. Um, thank goodness it has its own legs, but because sure, of the amount of fracking involved, you get a lot of that natural gas back with the wells, I guess. Yeah, I think right, right now you're, you're right. Though. I think, you know, right now the trend is always when oil goes down, natural gas goes up. But overall, trend-wise, though, it, it should both be going together uh, for sure. I think once you get through uh, these times, at least uh, from election standpoint and COVID and all the other stuff that's going on that's impacting the volatility. Well, we got a full moon coming up. It's going to be a blue moon. I can't wait to see what happens Halloween night with all that uh, goblin and ghost energy combined with the full moon and the and the uh, blue moon. You guys got any sage advice for people out there as they uh, are going to enter some weird times? You talk to the police, they'll tell you more arrests on a full moon. People act weird. So <laughs> just... Why is that? It's... it's uh... <laughs> Yeah, and we have a time change Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday morning. I'm not looking forward to oh, that. Oh, boy, I, I don't care. I hate it. I, it doesn't matter. And there's a time uh, change, too. Oh, my uh, goodness. It comes night faster. I mean, if it were Friday the 13th, it would just top off the week. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, we're about one shy away from being rapture here. Holy smoke. It's coming. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask you guys a little bit about just kind of a, if you wouldn't mind, I was looking at your guys' website. Uh, Imran, you sent me that link, swanenergyinc.com slash invest. And there's a video on there. And I was just kind of looking at some of the things that you guys have. Uh, I just wondered if you, you know, walk me through a little bit how, you know, investing happens and, and, and just kind of get people going in their mind a little bit, that process and that transaction, you know, making that first step a little bit. Because I checked out the, you know, the Invest website. It looks great. You know, just kind of thought we'd take an opportunity to talk like about a, that. Yeah. Well, I, the, the main thing that we're trying to, to do with that is show that there is risk and there is upside. And that's really it. It's oil and gas development. Um, so the first step is uh, reaching out to us if, if interest is there and determining and, and then for us to determine 
whether you're qualified for, for what we do. And that's a, that's a very, there's variables there. It's financial, it's um, occupational. It, it, there's a lot of parts and pieces that go into that equation. Um, so there's a web form on our website to fill out to get, to get information. And from that point forward. Can I interrupt um, for just one second, though? Um, and sure. I, I want to just point out that the reason for the pre-qualification, from my understanding, has always been to mitigate risk on both sides. You don't want somebody Correct. getting into something that they can't handle. And at the same time, you don't want to waste your investor's time or your time or theirs or anybody else's. So there, the, the, pre, well, the pre-qualification is a good thing. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. It's a good thing for both people because you don't waste time. For us, everything that we do is proprietary and confidential, so we don't like to just send it to people. Um, so we're particular about who we do. If we don't like somebody, we don't send them information. It's not all about money. Um, we're looking for partners, so they have to be able to communicate with us, work with us, um, and eventually they're our boss. So we're particular about who we let in our deals. It's not just for anyone with a checkbook that can that can that can write a check for a hundred thousand dollars. That's it's far far from that. Um, and so that's that's a big part of the equation as well. And uh, once someone is, you know, we we're all once we've talked to someone and determined that they're qualified and they and they're comfortable looking at information, we send it out. Um, explain what we're doing, and if they like it, they apply to do it, a deal, which uh, the way ours work, we, we initially approve the first partner in a, in a project, and then after that, um, the information is, of course, only information that cannot be used, but like general information, general occupation, general net worth, general income, um, education, uh, goes up in front of our existing investors or partners that are already in our, our project, and those partners can reject anybody they want to. Um, so there, there is that too. You never know. I mean, someone could write us a million dollar check in an application in and our partners not like it and, and reject them. Um, so again, there, there's a lot of, a lot goes into it. And, um, you know, we're, we're quite particular about who we send information to first and foremost. And then once that happens, um, our partners, uh, do look at the, at the new people coming on because 98.5% of each project we do is funded by existing partners. So those people have a lot of control, all the control. I mean, to the extent, uh, which we've never really got into, but with a simple majority vote, Jason, they can fire Swan Energy and hire themselves or another company or one of the partners or anyone else on the planet to do what we do. Um, so that, that's when we're putting deals together and bringing people into them, um, we're very cautious uh, about who we do that with uh, because uh, we work for them. You know, we're, we're finding people that to put together these deals and then we're going then we're working for them and, and we can just be kicked out of the deal overnight. So um, literally like one simple vote and we're done. And uh, so it's, it's uh, there's a lot that goes into it, but it's, you know, once someone's in a deal with us, uh, they usually do a bunch of them. And that's what we've experienced over the last 10 years. And keep in mind too, that, you know, we see so many different deals yeah, a lot of times we'll we'll buy something and we won't even put it out because we don't feel like it's it's good enough for the partners, right? So I, I think from our end of things, we do a lot of work on the back end that people don't see prior to a deal going out. So that's part of the reason why we're so particular. And you know, as you pointed out, also Jason, uh, the the www.swanenergyinc.com/invest. Yeah, the, the main thank you for bringing that up. You know, the main reason. I wanted to get that out there in front of folks is just so that way people can kind of see 
you know, it's one thing that we we talk about and give some details around and provide, hey, this is a risky deal and hey, you know, these are the upsides. We try to provide and be very transparent around all that. But it's, you know, it's it's a video. Um, you know, there's a couple short videos actually up there that aren't even a couple minutes long, uh, but just kind of gives you one, one gives you a comparison of uh, how oil and gas investments, the way that we do it from a partnership standpoint, um, lines up with real estate. Uh, just kind of kind of uh, giving a comparison between those. And then the other one, it just gives you some scenarios that, you know, could exist, could not exist. But, you know, just uh, an average person, you know, with a certain net worth and, you know, how they can benefit from the tax uh, savings that are that, that, that can arise. Right. And, you know, again, with all that said, you know, we, we always uh, let everyone know we are not uh, accountants and we don't uh, provide any sort of uh tax uh, advice or anything of that nature or investment advice. It's, you know, you have to do your own research. And that's part of the reason why we look for partners that are are, are knowledgeable and are looking to be able to understand things um, on their own. There are certain tax advantages, though, from time to time with certain deals. And, and, and I get it that you can't say yes or no on that. But um, depending on people's incomes and how certain, like, for example, you know, I can I I, I, I I get to write my kid off, but my 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 ex doesn't. So you know, like that. So there's certain advantages <laughs> and everything. So yeah, that's something you got to be careful about too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole different story. But um, th- so there are actual some tax advantages, whether you can roll them in like an IRA or you can actually write it off like a an appliance or something like that. It just depends on the deal and depends on the person. But um, I'm glad you brought that. Up. I wanted to ask you if there were tax advantages or deductions, but it sounds like at some, some point there is for some people at some point. Yeah, there, there, I mean, it's, it's, it's there. It's just a matter of everyone's situation is different and it's hard to put that in a scope that everybody can look at and go, Oh, okay, that works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. Um, uh, AMT, there's a lot of situations. I, I just say, always talk to your accountant. Um, if you don't have one, get one and talk to them. Um, before doing anything that that has tax deductibility related to it, because it puts you in a safer place. So, um, you know, it's one of those complicated yet uh, simple things that um, most people, including um, I say most people in general, just don't understand. So it's one of those things you have to look into, dig into. Some accountants don't understand it, and so they have to do a little digging. Uh, but it's it's pretty simple um, and straightforward at the end of the day. With uh, with how everything's structured, I think one of the things that I really like about it is that you know, there, there's really you know when you go uh, look at any of the big companies that are out there, you can't really invest in a well, right? You can invest in a company that's doing different oil and gas or energy related work. You know, we we provide an opportunity to be able to invest directly uh, into the the different you know things that we're doing ourselves. So you're you're invested directly into a well, and you have a percentage ownership. So based on that, you've got you know, the intangible costs, intangible costs and all that. And then, you know, based on those costs, you know, government allows you to be able to write things off. So intangible drilling costs are 100 percent tax deductible, um, you know, on the first year. And that's that's one of the, the big things that's out there that that helps us from a tax standpoint uh, and, and allows allows a lot of folks to be able to invest when you know they're they're already paying high tax amounts, and this was a situation that I was in a few years back, and a part of the reason why I, I uh, ventured into uh, 
uh, investing and in, in partnering with Brandon was for that purpose. So I think it's important to be able to understand these things. And, uh, you know, as Brandon pointed out, every person's case is different. Uh, but, you know, our main objective is to be able to, uh, you know, do what we say we do and, and, and make sure that we're uh, transparent from that standpoint. People might be asking why Swan Energy and obviously you guys say what you do type of a thing, but you've drilled over 300 will, wells in the last 10 years. So you've got experience. So obviously. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, and that's really important. You know, we used to always joke around, like, why would you buy a house from a realtor who does, who's never bought a house before? You know, that was kind of our joke. And because of the experience factor, you know, the experience factor. And so I wanted to ask you guys about the experience, but, you know, 300 wells, there you go. At the same time, you guys are pretty progressive when it comes to technology. So let's talk about the cutting edge of technology that's going on and how you guys are staying on top of things, because that that is a big thing, too, whether it's the offshore drilling that's going to be happening or the onshore sh- uh, shore type of uh, uh, new site software that's going on or whatever. But let's just talk a little bit about the, the, the movement of the digital world that's happening and how you guys are involved with that. Oh, we're trying to keep up, but we're far behind, I'm sure, because the, the people that are in the business of information and data are probably years ahead of everybody. So um, that's a tough one. I think that every every small company scrambles just to keep up and make sure that they're at least able to see what everybody else sees with, with uh, software. But it's <laughs> there's so much going on. It's just crazy. And there has been for a long time. And a technology standpoint, it's, you know, they're, they're, yeah, to, to your point, yeah, you're right. Um, just just from a drilling standpoint and um, the way that we, we we analyze stuff, keep in mind that you know we've got a team of folks that are that are working through that data, right? I mean, like you know we, we get uh, when we're looking at an asset, a data room is made available uh, to to our teams, and that team basically goes through uh, you know the geologists go through their geology part, the petroleum engineer goes through the petroleum part, the reservoir guy goes through their part. You know, the landman is looking around to make sure that leases are, you know, what they're supposed to be. There's a lot, you know, I, I always compare things to to playing golf, right? Like you, you can be playing putt-putt and it's just a really easy swing, right? And you hit it right in the, into the, uh, uh, the hole possibly. But, you know, when you're actually out on the green and, you know, playing a, a, a round of 18 holes, it's a whole nother way of doing things, right? You know, how your knees are bent, how your back is, how your, you know, follow-through is, you know, what angle are you hitting the ball at? What club are you using? It's all those different pieces and parts, and that's all data. Um, and, and that's kind of, you know, I think the, uh, I, I feel the wording has always changed. You know, you, you go from, you know, uh, cloud to this and that and all these different types of terminologies. Uh, but at the end of the day, the people are the ones that are providing that information. So, and I think we've got a very strong team uh, that, that provides those details uh, for us before we make a decision. So, and it's all based on data. I think when it comes to technology too, the, the part that I, I did like that you guys have going on down there is you are open-minded to taking a look at data and going different directions on a dime if you need to, because that's how you understand the industry. And sometimes you got to operate like that. What happens in a lot of times is they, they can't move quick. You know, when think of like a four-year degree, a lot of those technologies are obsolete by the time those people graduate. They, they start out in 
four-year degree and the technologies they learn the first couple of years are obsolete by year four. And when I take a look at some of the things that you guys are doing versus like the big giant, you know, big three type of thing, you guys are more nimble and you're able to move with investments and able to move in, into different areas a lot quicker than other people. And right now, I think that's really important. Uh, am I off base on that at all? No, not at all. Um, you know, it's funny, our, our, uh, uh, our business development manager, uh, he always, uh, he puts it in a really, uh, fun way. He's like, you know, the, the, the big majors that are out there, these guys are, you know, are like big, huge, uh, vessels, you know, they're, they're, they're big ships. Right. And we're like that speedboat and we're, we're able to kind of go around and, and maneuver around them and, and be a lot more agile and, and, and versatile from that standpoint. And that makes a big difference. Well, kind of looking at the clock here, just wondering about any final thoughts as we three days before an election. We have, we have a we have a new uh, we have a new uh, executive that just entered the room, and oh. I want him to say hi. Uh, who, who's in the room over here, buddy? Can I introduce yourself? Waiting. What? Give me give me your full name. Brain Jack Davis. All right, he's our he's our small executive that uh, that's roaming around today and is uh, to work. <laughs> the junior executive day, huh? You doing any work? What'd you do? Shitters. Did you get all those tasks that I asked you to do completed? You did. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Bye bye. See ya. All right. Bye bye. I heard him say invest in stickers, or was it sneakers? Oh. <laughs> I've been giving stickers out all day. Invested Halloween, Halloween Hey, invested stickers. Why not? That's that's the future. I love it. Well, that's a good deal. Uh, SwanEnergyInc.com, SwanEnergyInc slash invest. Of course, you can access that from the homepage, SwanEnergyInc.com. But just kind of any uh, final thoughts as we, uh, you know, a lot of people going to the polls. Uh, a lot of people have gone too and already voted, but. Uh, you know, a lot of uncertainty out there. So people are looking for the oil and gas industry for uh, either investment advice or just business advice because they're used to the uncertain times. So just kind of in conclusion, I like to give guests kind of, you know, the final thought. That way the question's not framed or anything like that. So if there's any anything we missed, anything we want to reiterate, make sure we talk about, uh, you know, anything, I guess. So the floor is yours, guys. All I have to say is uh, everyone everyone needs to go out and vote, period. And that's, that's all there is to it. I mean, at the end of the day, like, if everyone votes, the, the result is what the result is, and no one can complain about it. And that's that's what we have not had. The last four years, there have been complaints every day about the result of the election, but it was a freaking election, and the result is the result, the same as this one's going to be. Um, I just hope we don't have another four years of people whining about it one way or the other. I, I just, I'm tired of it. It's time to go, not complain. <laughs> 